Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secret Birds HQ podcast. And this is podcast episode number 52. And today we are joined by Miss Ruby Bakshi Kurdi. Ruby, did I say that correct? <laughs> yes, you, you said it very nicely. That's exactly how I say my name. <laughs> okay, fantastic, brilliant. And uh, Ruby is joining us from where she's based, which is in Switzerland. Okay, and she is an award-winning international public speaker, competent communicator, awardee toastmaster, charismatic educationist, social entrepreneur, leadership, and cultural trainer. That's quite a lot, Ruby. And Ruby has a lot of accolades under her belt. I will mention that you are originally from India and you are living in Switzerland now. And um, some of her awards include Exceptional Woman of Excellence Award at the Women's Economic Forum in Lisbon, um, a nomination for the most inspirational female entrepreneur of 2017 by Swiss Entrepreneur Magazine. Um, you've also conducted a management development program for, in, for the Indian Institute of Management, which is actually quite, um, that's similar to IIT, right? Indian Institute of Technology. Exactly. It's uh, on similar lines as IIT in yeah. terms of management. It's in yeah. Indian Institute of Management, Lucknow, where I did uh, this development program. And there are around five such colleges all over India. Yeah, I know IIT is very well known because it's where many of the Silicon um, Valley in, men from India tend to have attended Indian Institute of Technology. That's why I, I said that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's okay. for engineering and this is for management. For management. Okay. And um, you're also, uh, you conduct a lot of workshops around Switzerland for Toastmasters, as well as various uh, festivals and Impact Hub, etc. So thank you so much for joining us and welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you to you for inviting me on this uh, platform and uh, sharing my views with your great audience. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Absolutely. So today we're going to be discussing education as a continuous mission for a better future. But before we jump into the topic, we tell us a little bit about just you, your story and how you, how did you go from India to where you are now in Switzerland and the work that you're doing? Um, I started uh, doing a couple of uh, workshops here and there while I was in India. I never really had a lot of time uh, to do or have a proper career back home because I got married very early. Okay. My, my journey started in Switzerland uh, thinking, you know, it's going to be uh, a place like they show in Bollywood movies, wonderful, happening, <laughs> chilled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It, was, it was a little different because here I was completely on my own, you know, no, no help, no maid, nothing, uh, just, just on your own support system. Yeah. So... It was quite a change from what I was used to back home. But uh, yes, uh, it was a starting step. And I started doing things on my own, uh, bit by bit, cooking, uh, learning the language. Because in Switzerland, the part where I live, it's a French-speaking part right. where they speak uh, French. So I had to struggle a bit with the language as well in the beginning. So right. But you're now fluent in French. I can manage. I won't say I'm fluent, you know, uh, with a foreign language, it's always like that. But yes, it's very well manageable with the kids, with my kids and uh, mm -hmm. with their schooling system because they go to the public school system here, uh -huh. mm -hmm. where everything is in French, even mathematics and uh, science, everything is in French. Right, right. 
So yeah. I had to get used to it. And yeah. uh, I started my career here in Switzerland as a professor of a very elite management college. Okay. And thereafter, I became the academic dean of a girls' women college, which is Surwal, which was at that time the only uh, last remaining etiquette schools in Switzerland. Yeah, Switzerland is well known for its finishing schools. Exactly. exactly. I, I, so that I went was, to school with a few girls that went to finishing schools in, in Switzerland, and many of them from India, actually. Yeah, when I was in yes. university. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very true, very true. And our school, Surwal, was the only remaining finishing school at that time in Switzerland. So it was really a wonderful journey to begin with such an elite school here. Um, and then I was with Surwal for the last uh, 10 years. Thereafter, I started teaching at different management as well as hospitality schools because Switzerland is very famous for its hospitality institutes all yeah. over. Right, right. And the journey started, it was slow and steady, but then, uh, you know, I kind of uh, found my niche uh, in the management schools as well as the hotel schools. And I have been uh, teaching different colleges, different schools in the Swiss Riviera region. Okay. And then I got a chance, like since three years, I was always thinking to do something significant, something for the society, you know, because before my kids were a little small, I had priorities with them and my work. But then I got some time that I could do something more significant, some, you know, add value to something what I have been doing so far. And then I kind of started having these workshops a little bit more, uh, you know, giving it a little bit more meaning. Right. Wherein I, wherein I thought like, you know, for the women, some, especially something for the women, because it's always considered women as a weaker sex. Right. And uh, we're not really able to do much. We have a lot of thoughts, we have a lot of ideas, but how to actually implement it, it's really, really difficult. And thanks to people like you and some of the friends that I know, uh, who are kind of putting, giving that platform to other women to do something and show it, you know. Right. Uh, show to the world by connecting, by doing something which other women can also relate to and come forward. And uh, when I started giving my speeches with Women Economic Forum, my association with Women, women Economic Forum kind of changed it in a very, very significant way that I got more visibility to what I had been doing initially okay. in terms of media, in terms of uh, other women connecting from different parts of the world. Uh, you know, we didn't even know that there were some women who needed attention on these parameters and we connected well and uh, constantly we are trying to have like a Shakti Bandhan, which is called like, uh, uh, what, how can I say, it's, it's uh, exact translation could be like power reinforcement amongst women. You know, each woman yeah. became uh, uh, a strong point for another woman by helping her. Right. And so far I have been trying to do it and I feel education is a very, very strong way of uh, creating awareness. When I say education, I don't mean uh, your degrees, you know, bachelor's right. or master's. Right. I mean like just word of mouth or some information, some significant information which could be important for someone in some part of the world. Right. So when you left India, you had already acquired all of your education, your formal education there prior to moving to Switzerland? Yes, exactly. I had completed my master's in business administration from mm-hmm. India. Okay, so you moved to Switzerland as an adult with your family, yes. with your husband, and then exactly. You, so it was tri- a, quite a transition because you were already an adult living with your husband. You had a life, 
And then you had to go to Switzerland where it's a completely, like you said, an independent society and you learn to do everything sort of for yourself, by yourself. <laughs> so that's Exactly. I mean, uh, when I say I moved here young because in India, you know, uh, these days the age, marriageable age is kind of changing. In some places it's 18, some places it's uh, 21, 22. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then some people yeah. after don't think after 30 that should I get married or not? <laughs> yeah, India is changing so much with each generation and, and even the different parts of India because there's some parts of India where, I mean, I've met women in Delhi who are 37 and still not married and once upon a time that would have been shocking but now it's just modern life city life and things are different you know it's interesting yes yes yeah. yes it has evolved a lot yeah yeah few years yes very true <laughs> okay so now let's jump into the topic which is as you mentioned education for improvement and you said something very interesting you said you don't mean education in terms of degrees, but education, as you say, a continuous mission for a better future. So what does that mean? Define that for us. Education as a continuous mission for a better future. To me, education, I go by the abbreviation. When we say E-D-U-C-A-T-I-O-N, mm. I kind of, for, you know, for, the, for our audience, for the budding female entrepreneurs who want to do something in life, but they don't have idea or what to do and how to do so I, I put for them e stands for elaborate your ideas mm. whatever you have whatever you have been thinking i'm good at cooking but i don't know what to how to go ahead how can that become my career so mm. it can start with something as small as uh, you know catering catering from home mm -hmm. and as your business starts getting better and better Maybe you can have your chain, like, you know, maybe you can start uh, taking orders from home, word of mouth, and then it spreads. So E stands for elaborate your ideas that don't just keep it to yourself. Try to talk with your friends, do something about it. Don't just let it rest inside you. So that's elaboration. Okay. D stands for dedicate. Okay. Whatever you decide, dedicate yourself. Mm. You have to dedicate because you have to have 100% dedication to what you are thinking. If you don't dedicate, you know, you're just having an idea, wasting your time thinking about it. You need to dedicate yourself to make it actually workable plan, not something which is just on paper or in your mind. Okay. And then U stands for use resources. Okay. You could have unlimited resources and that's exactly what you are doing. You know, you're trying to connect people. Absolutely. You, you, these days we need people to, to, to spread the word, to tell us, to help us. One person can't have all the qualities or all the skills required of course, to of course not. make a job. Yeah. To make a job successful. So use whatever resources you have first within your uh, reach, like, you know, something that you have yourself mm. and then reach out to people. Mm. Uh, hey, I need help. Hey, can you help me with this? I have good clothes line. I'm a very good fashion uh, designer, but I need people to see my dresses. I need people to have a look at my dresses. So can we have something about it? So maybe someone suggests I'm good at organizing events. So they organize a fashion show. <laughs> right, right. Where these days it's very easy, you know, taking videos, taking pictures and putting on the media. And that's how you can help a you know, fashion designer spreading a word about her dresses or about her accessories that she has. So that's using resources. Okay. Then moving on to the 
fourth one which is c that is communicate efficiently mm that's important that's so important because a lot of time it happens that you know we have ideas we have things we have network but we don't know how to communicate right how do we get the information across to the people if we have an idea if we have something which kind of media to use whether to use print media whether to use word of mouth um how do we communicate in general like even with the people who are just next to us you know close to us um we live in a technological era these days you know whatsapp twitter facebook but the emotional connection is missing you know i mean very very few people they have the emotional connect with the people who's just next to them is so in this era i suggest women please connect with yourself connect amongst yourself be support system of each other mm. if you if you like something in somebody if you appreciate something if you feel you can help somebody move further become that platform for the other woman mm do not wait and watch ah things will happen magic will happen magic also doesn't happen like that guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah you need the words abracadabra to make it happen <laughs> yeah but do you, do you, there's often um challenges around women working together and we hear about it a lot the competition amongst women um that there's some women that are quite ruthless with each other how can how how can women overcome that because you're stressing work with other women and support with other women but how can that be done if there's always this kind of a tension or friction or a competitive sort of um comparisons between between women all the time which causes these relationships to break down yeah well that's something uh, it's it's like a prerequisite women they have ki- that kind of you know insecurity that mm. kind of uh, jealousy you know we don't call it professional jealousy but that's kind of that's a that's a quality practically yeah. most of us have mm. but why if, do you think we have that where does that come from uh, it's something like you know uh, that doesn't exist in men mm. you know jealousy is like you know like when we say she's beautiful you know when we say there are certain uh, adjectives which we use for women not for men and this is something which is intrinsic like uh, they have this jealousy you know you are more beautiful than me mm. you have more admirers than me you know that than kind of a thing it just starts very very something which is just with women you can't you, avoid that do you think it's because women at ultimately at the end of the day they have no power so for example men have power and they know they have this power in society they've had it for a long time so they don't necessarily feel the need to put each other down because co- collectively and individually they have power whereas disadvantaged groups one of them being women they're very disempowered and they're not quite there yet in terms of 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 really owning real or true power so it's it then becomes this kind of inward thing where they start attacking each other and you see that amongst a lot of disadvantaged groups you think that could be it or a part of it yeah that could be a part of it but i don't think it's because of it because mm. uh, okay. Okay. i think uh, men have power they know it but mm. then they have professional jealousy men don't have the jealousy that we are talking here right men men they don't talk about it in in a very you know open way whereas mm. in women you can see it in the body language mm-hmm. if they are jealous if they don't like somebody 
it is in their body language either in their eyes or the way they speak about that person the um, things they I think they yeah and they make it very known and sometimes they don't want to work with you simply based on the fact that okay you're prettier than me i don't like you <laughs> Maybe yes, yes, yes. It's when not just about the pity. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just something. Uh, they just start feeling that they will be pitied against each other. You know, they are going to be sharing the same platform. I should be working more with people who are like me. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, as I said, it's necessary. You need to communicate. The moment you see that there is this kind of professional or rivalry kind of thing that is happening between mm-hmm. two partners who started very well as friends but that friendship became jealousy that friendship turned to rivalry because of some stupid factors or some really really small stupid things which they did not think in the beginning and it became big later on yes so that's why i feel uh, it's very very necessary especially amongst women to mm-hmm. speak the moment you see any kind of problem coming up do not delay do not stop and leave it for later you need to sort it out instantly the yeah. moment you see it coming up uh, popping up just try to talk amongst each other and try to calm it down so that it doesn't come to surface again and again yeah yeah okay so that's communicate so we have e d u c okay exactly exactly and now it is a that is allocate time okay allocate time all right it's very very important because these days we are running a rat race <laughs> we want to do everything we want to be here we want to be there we want to do everything that is coming up our sleeves mm-hmm. but guys there are just 24 hours in a day yeah <laughs> you can't do everything so there comes the question there comes proper time management you have to have a good balance between your personal activities your social activities and then if you have a profession or if you have a career then your professional activities you need to balance that in such a way that you don't mix up everything or you don't overdo everything because in the process of doing lot of things sometimes we just make a mess out of it and we don't do anything efficiently mm. so it's necessary you want to make your mark felt and for that it's necessary allocate time to each activity that you have in hand properly okay maintain an agenda you know you should have your things written down not not everything in the mind because sometimes that mind can make a salad roots and everything is mixed yeah yeah <laughs> so you may not be able to remember everything so it's better have an agenda maintain everything divide your work properly do the activities that are related to your work first prioritize them you know you should have a prioritization uh, role playing very nicely because if you don't prioritize what is important for me as of now maybe you can mix up and uh, you know instead of your direction going from a to b it goes from b to d right so it's necessary allocate time to different activities your professional your personal as well as social have a good balance between the three and then you will be able to do them all nicely right and uh, i always say for me it's less about balance and more about harmony because i don't think i'm someone that can ever find balance but i can find harmony bala <laughs> it goes it in yeah. your case it's harmony that's that's the way that's a word yeah. everyone can have a keyword how how mm-hmm. we do it and for you it's harmony that's it's, it's great if yeah. you're able to do cuz balance i i don't ever think i will ever be balanced i think there will always be times where i'll have to give some part of my life a bit more 
uh, exert more energy and give it more attention than another part of my life and, and so on and so forth. So I always say I, I just try to be as harmonious as possible. And I try to remember that there's different parts to me and different parts of my life. And you don't want to kind of neglect one area for exactly. Another. Yeah. Very true. Very true. So allocate then, time. Okay. And then we move on to the T that is training to update skills. Okay. Okay. Constantly you need to train yourself. You need to, you know, take some workshops, attend some seminars, going for conferences. And that's where all these things come very handy. You know, like when you go to these uh, women economic forum conferences, you meet women from such different places, such diverse backgrounds, professional as well as personal that you're like, wow, I can learn this from her. Yeah. So it's not that just by spending money in a training room where you are being trained with something, listening to the PPTs, PowerPoint skills and stuff like that. No, I mean, you could even be attending these real conferences where you're meeting people mm -hmm. and trying to learn something from them in a very personalized way, face to face, practically by doing it. Because if you are setting up a career in, uh, for example, you want to be, um, how can I say, anything, anything you want to have your, uh, you want to be author. And recently I saw some women, you know, they, they wrote a book, like 10 of them, they gathered together and they wrote a book, they published a book. Mm -hmm. So each one did their best in what they are good. And then they published it and it became a huge hit. Right. So it's necessary when we keep talking, when we keep meeting different people through trainings, through conferences or different workshops, you keep, you should have that steady process of learning. Continuous development should go on. Right. You should not wait and watch that something will like, I, I'm looking at a tree and the fruit will fall in my mouth. No, you need to either shake the tree or, you know, uh, put, a, put something on that fruit that the fruit comes down, you know, throw a stone that the fruit comes down. You have to make an effort. Right. It's not like old times that, you know, people got a, got a professional degree and they worked for 20 years, 30 years in the same place. Mm. Now the world is moving so fast that we need to update our skills constantly via anything, via, via these different uh, ways of doing through conferences or through, you know, just by sitting in groups, having these uh, once a while, uh, like I, in, in Switzerland, what I do sometimes organize uh, ladies meetups. Yeah. Those and are we have, yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's a very fun way. It's a very fun way of doing things. We have ladies meetups with themes. So okay. sometimes like just last month I had uh, shade to inspire. And uh, I asked each, like we were 16 ladies and I asked each of them to narrate a story in, in a way that, you know, she, she's inspiring other people or what was your first day or what was your first day at work or my life in Switzerland so far or life as an expatriate so far. You could choose anything, any way in which you could be inspiring females who are sitting next to you. Hmm. And you won't imagine, Joe, how much we learned just by that fun activity. I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. For, for some, it was just fun, fun. And then we're like, ah, oh, really? Oh my God, that's so nice. I also want to do like that. Oh, great. You know, I mean, it was just like fun activity, which became something so important and so significant that everyone love learn something from the other person yeah so because you began with op opening up so you opened exactly. up and you told exactly. everyone not just about you your work what you do 
but the inspirational part, which is the depth. And that's what people really, that's where people connect. It's not on how many degrees you have or the kind of work that you're doing. It's really that, that story that connects people, that human story. Exactly. And I said that it's not about, because when I told them and share to inspire, tell a story. So they said, well, it's not our job. Like it's not our uh, forte. You know, you are good at it. We are here to listen to you. Mm. So I said, no, 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 no. This is not about me. It's about us. It's about all of us sitting in this room. And I'm sure each one of us has something that she knows very well. And we don't know about it. Sure. So guys, come on, you speak up and I'm sure you have something. We all are inspiring in different ways, but it's just some speak, some get a platform, some get a podium to speak and they get known Mm. and others don't. So guys, this is an opportunity to come up and uh, be an inspiration to others. And you won't imagine some of them who had never spoken, who are very shy, just just giggle and smile uh, at other people's uh, stories or things. Mm. They started talking and it became such an intense conversation that people actually said wow we should have more of these yeah so it's just like anyone can be a you know inspiration to other person so it's one way of learning by sharing definitely Um, and and inspiration is all around because you don't have to go very far to be inspired it can be your neighbor next door it could be your colleague at work I think everybody's got a powerful story they may not be good at articulating it but there's something in there you know, that's powerful that we can all relate to and be inspired by it. Exactly, exactly. That's very true. It, they may not be able to say it, but they have it. And when they share it with other people, people get to know and try to get it done in their lives as well. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and then we move on to the next one that's called I, which okay. is innovation and technology. Okay. So when I say innovation, uh, it's nothing that we can't associate with. It's everything around us because we live in the technological era. Okay. Whatever we are doing, whatever we have have done so far, now because of technology, because of the latest uh, things that are around us, we are able to use them more effectively. Mm. I mean, some of us, uh, you know, we may not be born orators. We may not be born speakers. So this is a tip that I give to my students as well. Use your phones, you know, your, your smartphones. These days you have, everyone has a smartphone. So use that to improve your skills of speaking. Just record your, whatever you are speaking. Like, you know, we have presentations at school. So record your presentations and then learn from your mistakes. Oh, I was not good at that. Ah, my expression was not good here. So it's just a simple, one of the examples that I tell, use technology to the best. Try to exploit technology. We should not use the word exploit, but I say use it to such a level that it becomes your strong point. It becomes your strength. Definitely. And that's such an important point because there's so many people who are turned off by technology and different types of technology, particularly social media. But I think it's because they don't understand it and Mm -hmm. they don't realize the power that it has as a tool. And I think once you understand technology, what it does and how it works, you just you you get it and then you you know how to use it so it's i think it's always best to just understand why you're using it and how you're using it because you're absolutely right it's you have i mean you have to you have to use it especially in today's world where everything is digital everything Mm -hmm. there's no way to avoid technology 
exactly and and the world is becoming smaller and smaller because you are connected with so many things around you that it can look really beautiful life can be really meaningful um i'll just quote an example uh, i go to a old age home uh, which is ne- very near to my house where there are people who have some disabilities you know like either they keep on forgetting things or either they forget things which is very recent but they remember things which are there in the past like 20 years ago it was like this they remember those things very well so once a month i go with my kids or i go with some ladies depending whoever is available to this place and we try mm-hmm. to do different activities with these people who are old and who are living over there and once uh, i kept this as a theme uh, technology and you know that day like normally i have like 20 people coming for uh, my like whenever i'm there visiting this old age home and that day i had just five people i was surprised i asked what is the reason that we have such a low audience like such less attendance today so mm-hmm. they said that they are afraid they didn't want to come out because they said what will we do it's a waste of time <laughs> mm. <laughs> i went to their rooms then uh, the the manager the animation manager of animation she took me to their rooms i went to each one of them i said okay we are going to play a game come on come come everyone come everyone and i got again those 20 people down and then i started talking to them i explained to them and in a very funny way you know we had we had prepared uh, uh, some games which were with you know uh, on computers they enjoyed it so much and they said wow it is so good i said it could be even better if you learn you know so that day the theme was technology and we made them like you know how to use an ipad we just taught them how to use the tablets mm and it it was it started in a very funny way but then at the end of the day they asked me can we have one more class <laughs> mm, okay okay <laughs> i said like you have you have to carry your games everywhere you have like memory you have your labyrinth you have your you know so many games uh, checker you don't need anything you have just this one box which is your tablet and it's everything is inside this so they said no it's 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 not possible it's not possible so then we started playing memory and when i showed them like you know you just need to carry this if you one person said but i read books we can't carry books can this thing carry books also i said yes it can carry books as well so she said how i said normally when you go to visit somebody how many books do you take she said oh when i travel i take just two books i can't mm-hmm. read very fast now my eyes are very weak mm-hmm. so i said this is a answer to your weak eyes because it can you know you can change the intensity of the light you can change like modify according what what you need and she was like really and then i showed her the things like you know you can have not one or two books you can have no matter how many you want to read and they were really surprised it was a very small thing you know and the example why i'm giving this example is like even in this way you know you made that day so meaningful for them that now they want another class to know something different that can be more meaningful to their life right so i'm sure there are a lot of entrepreneurs even in the group even in our audiences who are struggling with technology because it's it's could be scary when you don't know who are who are struggling to make their websites or who are struggling to make their uh, or you know uh, their uh, their business felt on media they, they they have no idea how their business can get a very meaningful and a very uh, you know targeted audience if they know how to get the proper audience using the, the right media mm so anything in is possible anything and everything is possible if you know how to use technology and make the best use of it of course you need some 
experts to help you or some some people in the groups you know within the groups if you have different groups in the groups you can just put in i'm looking for help in this and voila you can get 10 examples or 10 people coming back to you just you just need to shout out and people will come back to you to help you so that's right. innovation and technology for you <laughs> yeah yeah definitely that's that's such a great example no really good story okay so now we are on what letter so we've okay let's recap elaboration dedication use resources communicate effectively allocate your time um training to train to update your skills and mm-hmm. innovate and innovation and technology use that's correct that's correct see you're such a wonderful student i'm enjoying it <laughs> i'm getting there i'm getting there so now we are on oh is it education yes exactly exactly so o stands for organize your priorities oh wow okay that's a good one these days you need to organize everything as i said dedicate and use it goes hand in hand with allocation of time but organizing your priorities since you have a lot of things up your sleeve it can mm-hmm. become difficult how to do and when to do so in here when you organize your priorities uh, as women entrepreneurs we have a lot of things happening when do when can i have an appointment for this when do i see a specialist for this you have to have everything in such a way if you note it down or if you chart chart it properly you will know what is is most important so you will give more time to that and accordingly you can in harmony like as you said you prefer to work in harmony and you feel balance is difficult so organization comes and plays a role there whatever is your priority automatically the balance will be you know the the, the scale will go more on that side at that point of time right that's how that's how i work if on one day like if tomorrow i have my kids uh, annual function i have a very important meeting and i have a very important deadline to take care of so yeah. all three are very important but when it comes to like what i weigh more you know what is more um, on my priority list yes i'll go for it maybe for someone career is more important so she will go for her deadline you know try to finish her work and go for the meeting and if right. she has time she'll go for the kids uh, annual function but if we have a person if we have a female who gives more importance to the family side for her her kid is most important so she will attend that first and then try to attend the business meeting and if she has time she will go for the other, the third one or give you know you will give importance uh, in terms of even the how much time you need to allocate in order of your preference what is more important for you in the scale that's why i said i i talk about in balance form because once you know the balance you can harmonize it accordingly yeah yeah so their organizing plays a very very important role depending on on which uh, meter personal social or professional you are giving more weightage to because as women we are all very different we are all unique yeah that's so, and every woman like you said is going to be different some women they're driven by their careers and they're very ambitious and that exactly. is what they give priority to and there's nothing wrong with that and they are not particularly interested in say a family life you know they may have a husband or a partner but whatever the case may be they're not particularly interested in that family life because they're driven by their career and then you have some women who maybe they're a bit more they're more into their family but they have a bit of a career on the side and then you've got some women that want to have the balance and the harmony and do everything so i think mm-hmm. 
like you said, every woman is different and it's important to just let women be because sometimes there's a lot of judgment around, okay, she's very ambitious. She only wants to have a career or, oh, she's always at home. She's only into family. She doesn't want to work. And I think now in 2018, we should just let women be. <laughs> exactly. Let them be what they are good at. You know, we are no one to judge people, you know. Yeah. Let them be good at what they are, what they are doing and leave them alone. <laughs> For and God's you know, sake. Because of technology, the way the world is now, women are doing everything, but just at different stages. You know, you meet so many women who tell you, you know, first they were just strictly about their family. And then as their kids grew up, all of a sudden it's like, okay, I have time for myself now. They went back to university, they got degrees, they started businesses. So I think women are now doing different things at different stages in their lives. You know, you you have women as young as 15, 16 starting businesses as well. So it's just, it just depends on where you are and what you want to do. And we're all living longer now. So I think it's okay to dedicate, like you said, have your priorities and dedicate your time to whatever you think you need to do at that particular stage in your life. Exactly, exactly. And that's the way I feel uh, everyone should let the people do what they are good at and not be judgmental by saying like, she, oh, she's giving too much preference to her home or yes. she's such a snob. She's always uh, worried about her career and the kids are alone. Yeah. You are oh, yeah, nobody. Yeah. It's their kids. <laughs> You're nobody. It's their kids. They know what is good for their kids. But yeah. as I said, you know, when, when they see a particular woman going, you know, going up the ladder faster than the other person, then they have nothing but they start gossiping. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that's, that's also very typically in women that it happens, oh, yeah. you know, men, yeah. men don't do these kind of things. If they are professionally jealous about the other guy, they'll try to do something better so that they are like the other guy. But in women, especially because, you know, we like to talk, we like to do things. But mm-hmm. when we see other women going, you know, a little bit more faster than us, then we try to do these kind of silly things, which I think is very, very wrong. But mm. some understand, some understand it's wrong. I need to make it better. Mm. They think of the other woman as their inspiration or as their yeah. uh, role model. Yes, exactly. Yes. As a role model or motivation. So they do better. But there are some few who don't think of it like that. And they think of it like a competition, you know, like an unhealthy competition. And mm. that's, uh, that's what we need to work upon. That's one weak area where we need to work upon and make it our strength, not our weakness. And I think also when you, when you set your priorities, you have, to be, you have to be content with it. I think oftentimes, maybe sometimes women, they decide, okay, I'm just going to focus on this, but they're not entirely happy with it. So that's mm-hmm. when that jealousy comes up. So I think you have to really, really ask yourself, what is it that you want? Make your mind up and then stick to it. You have to stand by it and you have to really hold on to it because you, if someone just comes by that's doing something different and you automatically get jealous, then that means you're not really happy with the decision you've made, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Very true. Very true. Yeah. And with that, we move on to the last one, which is yeah. N. N. Yes. Which, which means never say never. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's, and that's so true. Never say mm-hmm. never. Yes. Okay. Because, uh, you know, you should, if you feel you can do it, go for it. You might not be successful. You may not be get hitting the jackpot in the first go, but that doesn't mean you are not going to be successful. Just keep trying, just keep trying. And you are going to reach there. Think of people who are around you as your motivation. As you just said, think of them in, in some way that I also want to be like her. They are your role model, or they could be people around you who are better. They could be your mentors. Mm-hmm. So keep trying if you don't succeed because some succeed in one go 
Yeah. Don't be jealous of them. Don't be jealous of them or don't it's think their, it's their fate. It's their story. That's their, it's that's their, their story. Thing. Exactly. Exactly. It's their story. It's their karma that they are able to get it so fast and they are there. But think or treat these females or women who are better than you as your motivators and try to be like them. Yeah. Do not think of them as your competitor or as someone whom I should put down. No. You should think of them in a strong way and try to be like them because you have that skill in you. Even you are unique. Even yeah. you are different. You can do it. So yeah. never say never. Keep trying and you're going to succeed and be there someday. Yeah. And everybody, one thing I've learned and grown into with, with time as I've grown up and matured and as, a, as an adult is that everyone's got their own time. No mm -hmm. one has a life that's just filled with successes. You know, life is up and down and everyone's got their own time. And you see someone who's hugely successful, but you don't know that they've been working for 15 years to reach that point. Exactly. Know? Exactly. And success let doesn't come in one day. No, it doesn't. And let them have their time. You know why? Because they've been working for 15 years. So I think it's also how we look at success. You see someone successful, but you don't know what they've had to go through or how hard they have, they've had to work. Or like you just said, sometimes they just get an opportunity. It may be, you know, opportunity and preparation and boom, there's some luck, but that's them. That doesn't take away from what your success is going to be. So that's something I've had to learn because I think in the past, especially when I was a lot younger, it was always about, well, why is that happening to him or her? And it's not happening to me. And I had to <laughs> learn. Yeah, I had to learn. It's just, it's not about the comparison. It's just, like you said, own your own story and focus exactly. on your own talent. And, and then you realize, okay, like you said, I can look at other people and congratulate and I can learn from them, but I've got to really focus on what is the special quality that I'm bringing to the world and just, mm -hmm. yeah, and focus on that. It's very, very good advice. True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have arrived at education. This is really mm -hmm. interesting. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to do a quick recap. So E is for elaboration, D for dedication, U for use your resources, C for communicate effectively, A, allocate your time, T, train to update your skills, I, in a, focus on innovation and technology, O, organize your priorities, which I think is very closely linked to allocate your time. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. finally, N, never say never, because you never know exactly come around. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And that's what I say, education, a continuous mission for life. Mm. You have to do it constantly, constantly. It should not stop. It's like PDCA, plan, do, check, act, cycle. Oh, I, love, I love these acronyms. <laughs> and you know, I, you know, I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher and I teach my students like this. And then it's fun. You know, they enjoy the classes because it's like with these acronyms, it becomes so easy to understand yeah. everything. And you can, it's very practical also to learn later on. <laughs> Yeah. And I think, you know, there are a lot of people who are somehow threatened when other people are learning or doing things. You know, if someone decides they want to get a PhD or they want to do a master's, it's like, oh, well, why do you want to do that? And my attitude is, well, why not? You know, life is all about learning. Why, why does she want to run a marathon and she's 50? Why not? You know, that's her learning. That's, that's her growth. I think learning is all around us. Mental and, you know, the intellectual stuff, the, the, the learning from our experiences. There's edu proper sort of formalized education. And I think it's so important to focus on growing and developing. And far too many times I see people being discouraged because of what other people are saying. And I think mm -hmm. that's, that's such a shame. 
Because if you believe in something and you want to do something, just go for it. It doesn't matter how old you are or your background or whatever, just if you believe in it, just do it. Whether that be running the marathon at 50 or getting your PhD at 60, just, just do it, you know, just do it. Exactly. Because if you want to do, you will be able to do it successfully. And that's why in the beginning of my, our talk, I said, I'm not going to talk about the formal education. Because when you say education, normally people just think it's about the formal education, the degrees and qualifications. Yeah. But this, this mantra that I just shared with you of uh, the acronym of education, it's applicable anywhere for anyone. And yes. if you do it in your day-to-day life with PDCA, which I just told you, plan, do, check, act. It's a quality cycle, you know, it never stops. It goes on and on. You have achieved your goal. Goal number one is done. Move to goal two. Goal two done. You keep on changing and shifting your priorities based on what is more important or more relevant at that point of life. And it makes you so dynamic and so interesting because sometimes you go out to parties or events and you meet people and they tell you, oh yeah, when I was in my 20s, I was a nurse and then I did some teaching and now I run my business. And, you know, they're just, it, it makes you just more flavorful as an individual, you know, when you've got these experiences and, and all the different things that you've done, like you said, as a part of your continuous education, because ultimately mm-hmm. we, all, we all want to be I think it was it the other day I posted something on my Facebook about charisma and why is it yes. that some people are much more charismatic than others. And I think that also has to do with your growth as an individual. It makes you more interesting and charismatic and people are drawn to you and they want to talk to you because they know, okay, I know she or he is going to be up to something so interesting. So let's <laughs> have a chat. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Because who, you know, sometimes I think the article I shared said something about What's wrong with being dull and boring? (laughs) (laughs) It's not about being dull and boring, but you want to keep, you know, it's just like we grow like plants, you know, we want to keep ourselves interesting. Mm -hmm. Why not? And it's fun. It's fun. I think it's a lot of fun to do things and and learn new things. And everything you've shared is, I, I love it. I really like it. I've gotten written down. I'm going to type it up and actually put it on my my poster board. I think it's brilliant. So thank you so much. So, so much for sharing with us, Ruby. Now, before you go, Ruby, what um, words of encouragement would you like to share with our audience of um, early stage women entrepreneurs? I would just like to tell you all, just be the way you are. You are wonderful. You are unique. You're amazing. Mm. You can do a lot of wonderful stuff in life. Just believe in yourself. Mm. Because if you believe in yourself, you can do things. You can do wonderful things around you. But the day you stop believing in yourself or the day you start feeling dull, boring, and oh, what do I do with my life? <laughs> yeah. It's never going to happen because you don't believe in yourself. So please believe in yourself and give it your best shot. Because if you believe you can do it, then there's no other person can make, that can make you feel low. So just go for it with okay. a positive mind, positive approach, and world will come to you. You're going to rock it. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's really good advice. And thank you so much, Ruby. And where can we find you? If someone wants to reach out to you, if they want to connect with you, if they want to find out more about your work or collaborate with you, would you like to give us your website address, email address, social media, things like that? Exactly. I'll share with you my Facebook page. I can share with you my LinkedIn. You know, those of you who want to connect with me professionally, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook. And uh, on Facebook, I have two or three different pages, which is one is for Bollywood 
because I teach sometimes share uh, workshops on Bollywood uh, dancing. You know, healthy body, healthy mind, mm-hmm. fit oh, body, like fit mind. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. And then I'm also working on a lot of social projects to create awareness about uh, the things around us where we can make a difference. And there's also a page about that, which is uh, all on All Ladies League. Okay. Uh, with Women Economic Forum, where whatever things we are doing around in terms of culture, education, um, ladies meetups, women empowering women, you know, those kind of things, that's also there. And then there's a third group that I have created on Facebook, which is about Indo-Swiss Cultural Network, mm, wherein there are a lot of expatriates from India and other places. It's not just about Indians, but I created Indo-Swiss because I dealt with those things. So I'm sharing uh, things which will help people to integrate well in Switzerland. Right. Right. Because it's a different country. Sometimes people don't understand it very well and they start feeling depressed. So mm-hmm. it's another group which I've created for people. You know, when you go through the things that we share, it's, it's fun and you will enjoy it. So I'm going to share with you all those things. And if anyone wants to get in touch with me or anything, uh, do not hesitate uh, because I have started doing a lot of uh, social projects. So who knows, we work on some social project living uh, far away uh, but connected virtually. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I'm going to make sure to share all of your social links on the website with this podcast. And Ruby, before you go, I just want to thank you for all the work that you do because you're quite a phenomenal lady. I mean, you're an educationist. You're a doctor, Ruby, first of all. You're a public speaker. You're a leader, a cultural leader. You are in, in Switzerland working with all of these amazing organizations and you do a lot. So thank you for all the work that you do, not just around women and entrepreneurship, but also around cultural understanding and bringing different people together and forging relationships between Indian people and Swiss people and, and the work you do for all ladies and, and just everything. Just thank you for everything that you do. Thank you. Thank you so much, Joe, for connecting with me from, from all the way from so far away. Uh, I really feel myself so lucky to have this connection with you and uh, be connected for a long, long time, uh, like a great soul sister. Thank you Absolutely. so much. And I know you believe in karma. When I researched you, I know you believe in karma. So one other thing to all the rare birds who are listening, what you put out always comes back to you. And Ruby believes in that too. So that's a great way to end. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So thank you so yes. much. And until the next episode, bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>